We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome back to another episode of Off the Carousel here on the Field of 68. And I'm thrilled to be joined today by new Texas head coach, not interim head coach, head coach, Rodney Terry. RT, what's going on, man? How you doing? Good to see you. Rob, you got it, man. I'm just living the dream, man, every day. So last year, roller coaster of a season, right? Preseason top five. Then everything happens with Coach Beard. You get the interim gig. Then you're named head coach. Kind of. Take me through what the emotions of last season were for you now that you're looking back, now that we're kind of three months removed from everything. Well, again, I think, uh, you know, obviously we set out, you know, with our team a year ago and you know, had aspirations and goals just like all teams throughout the court, you know, out the country. Uh, and that was to try to win a Big 12 championship and try to win a national championship. And uh, I think through it all, uh, I think our group really was one of the groups that uh, probably more than anybody in, in the country persevered and handled all the different, you know, uh, adversity that we need to handle uh, throughout the course of the season, whether it be in games, off the court. I thought our guys really excelled at a very high level and uh, really just staying the course, man, and uh, putting themselves in position to try to attain all the goals that they wanted for that season. So you, you mentioned the goal was to win a championship, national championship, Big 12 championship. You guys, of course, came short of that. But you ended up having a really good year in the Big 12. You ended up making a run to the Elite Eight. And given everything that you went through, I think it's from the outside, it's very hard to look at that as anything other than a, a very successful year. You guys obviously have different expectations than guys like us that are kind of watching from the outside. How do you feel about it when you look back? Are you happy with the way the season went? Are you frustrated that you didn't end up cutting down any nets? Where do you stand? Well, I think we had a great season. You know, I mean, anytime you went, you know, 29 games, I think it was the third most games we won in, in school history. Uh, and, you know, I've been a part of, you know, teams here where we won 30 games. Uh, uh, as well, and you always looked at those as great seasons as well. You know, we won a Big 12 tournament uh, championship, you know, only second time we've done that uh, as a member of the Big 12. Uh, I was part of five games where we didn't do that, uh, so we had a chance to do that. I uh, thought we had a team that uh, obviously, like any any given year, you want to try to compete for a national championship here at Texas. thought we had a team that could be one of those, those type teams, uh, but you know, again, when you reflect back on the year, man, we we had an incredible season. We really did. We had uh, we had a team that was uh, probably the most connected team I've I've been a part of in 32 years, and, and they were all about just winning. 
So for us uh, on the field of 68, whether or not you would get the head coaching job was a huge to- talking point throughout the year. We, we probably brought it up maybe every time after, uh, after every game that you guys won. For you in that locker room, was it was it something that ever came up? Was it even a talking point? Like, how were you able to keep that on the outside of, of what you guys were doing? You know, Robert, it never really was. You know, uh, I think uh, between myself and our staff, I think the thing that we were just committed to was just, you know, trying to really enjoy the journey with this group. We had a really good group that we enjoyed being around every single day, whether it was on the court, in the film room. Um, you know, individually meeting with guys. We just love being around those guys in that group, man. And I think uh, when we got lost in that and just trying to put those guys in the best positions to be successful, there was really, really no thought uh, at any point about, you know, hey, are you going to get the job or not get the job? It was just, it was more about, can we win the Big 12? We're playing the best team, best league in the country. And we think we have a team good enough to win a national championship. And as long as you win, everything takes care of itself, right? That's that's kind of the mindset you got to have. Well, I think it always does, even in big picture, even when, you know, if I asked all our guys if they all wanted to, to be in the NBA next season, they all want to be in the NBA, you know, they, they all want to be first team all league. You know, your team has to win at an elite level for you to get those individual accolades and have those opportunities. So, you know, I always say to our guys, and I've always had, have since I've been here, you know, we win at, a, at an elite level, everybody gets a chance to eat. That's that's the term our guys use. They want to eat, everybody gets a chance to eat. Well, RT, I, I know what the NBA paychecks look like, and I too would love to be in the NBA right now. I don't think that's a bad <laughs> job to have. That's right. That's right. Um, I know uh, I was down there in November to visit with you guys. I know that Chris had a very specific vision about how he wanted to build this program, right? From the home court advantage he wanted to build, from the way he wants the arena, the the feeling in the arena to be, to the fan outreach, to, you know, putting all of this stuff into practice facilities and, and putting it all into developing this this program that in his vision, and then all of a sudden, He's gone, right? How much of that are you trying to follow and how much of that are you trying to kind of make your own? Because there were a lot of stuff was put into motion, right? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I, I think, uh, again, Rob, I think collectively as a staff, I think it really was. And obviously, you know, give Chris, Chris a lot of credit. You know, he he spearheaded a, a great deal of that in terms of really trying to get, uh, uh, I think, really good uh, interaction with our fan base, our students in particular on campus, trying to create a home court. Uh, I thought it was very beneficial for us last season. We opened a new building, the Moody uh, Center, and uh, we just didn't take it for granted that people were just going to show up and want to be there in a new center. Uh, thought we did a great job, and he did a great job uh, in working alongside our marketing department to really, you know, get people excited about Texas basketball, in particular, uh, in, in our home court. We also uh, we we opened up a new practice facility this past year, and uh, it's been great for our guys. It's been great for recruiting. Uh, but again, just a home that we have uh, that we could come in and take a lot of pride in in, uh, in developing our players uh, and kind of a one stop shop to where we can get everything accomplished we need to in this building. Um, you know, player development. We've always hung our hat on on uh, from the time that our guys get to campus to the time they leave. They're better players. They're better people, and uh, and hopefully they they're on their the the path to where they want to go from a from a professional standpoint in the game of basketball, uh, but uh, but no question he uh, we we really built a really good infrastructure of our culture and what we do every day. So it took a while for this offseason to really get going for you guys, right? You lost a couple pieces uh, early on in the spring, but slowly but surely you added a freshman here, a transfer there. Uh, you got Dylan Mitchell coming back. Was there? Was there ever a point early on where you were kind of nervous, like, oh, man, like, I I don't know if we're going to be able to get this thing right? No, I think, again, I think just like, you know, any ebb and flow of a season, you can't ever get too high, you can't ever get too low. And, and at the end of the day, Rob, I mean, you, you're doing what you love to do. I mean, we, mm -hmm. you know, I love recruiting. I love I love uh, working with young people, love coaching our team. And, uh, um, you know, when you start talking about roster management, it's about trying to put a team together. You know, you, you know, at Texas, you know, we're, we're, you know, we can go out and we can recruit a number of different guys, but you got to recruit the right guy and the right fit uh, for what you're trying to do and what you're trying to build. And, and also the right blend of, uh, of, of, of guys in terms of that you're trying to put together to play. But, but it's been a lot of fun getting a chance to re-recruit Tyrese Hunter to come back and have a chance to continue his career here. Uh, at the University of Texas, uh, uh, and, and continue to be able to work with him uh, moving forward, man, it's been 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 an incredible uh, opportunity. Same thing with Dylan Mitchell, uh, you know, having a chance to re-recruit him and get him back to 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 wanting to be here and being excited about being here. Dylan DeSue, you know, likewise, we know what we have with Brock Cunningham coming back and and being part of that, you know, and and then you go out and get a guy like Max, who's you know obviously had a lot of it. Uh, I've experienced winning at a, at, a, at a very high level and getting a chance to bring him on board as well. You know, Caden's played in NCAA tournament games. Um, you know, recently here we just got IT to jump on board as well. So just putting the right fit and the right guys together that complement one another in terms of trying to put together a winning team. 
Yeah. So you mentioned Dylan Mitchell. He's the one that's really interesting to me. Um, we have John Henson on our network and he, I guess Dylan played for John Henson's AAU program in like 14s and 15s or, or, or something like that. But John talks about him all the time. And, and I think they're both Tampa guys and he loves the kid and he fully believes that we haven't seen the full Dylan Mitchell. We have, we have yet to live the full Dylan Mitchell experience. So how do you bring that out of him? How do you get a kid that, uh, I don't know if it was confidence or just took him a while to adjust the level. How do you get the best out of him this season? Well, you know, Rob, again, I think uh, as young players, we got a chance to coach one of the best freshmen to ever play college basketball and Kevin Durant here. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's right there on the wall behind you. I can see him. And that guy <laughs> with the world championship behind us and a couple of MVP, well, MVP player in the NBA. But, but again, I think uh, even, even Kevin coming in, you know, the peaks and valleys with, with young players. I think the biggest challenge for young players is to reach a level of consistency to where every night, you know, you're going to get what you're, what you're going to get from those guys every single day. And, um, you know, Dylan Mitchell was a guy that, you know, came in and played with an older team and uh, an older team that really embraced him and, and really tried to make him better and understand what it was going to take to be successful at this level. Um, you can come in with all the kind of different accolades from high school. You're still stepping up another level in terms of in terms of how you have to bring it every single day. I thought Dylan really made a lot of progress from the start of the year to the end of the year uh, with with uh, with a lot of expectations coming in. Uh, I thought he handled himself really well. I thought there were games where he uh, he played extremely well and played at a level to where, you know, I thought he could have been a guy that was going to be in the green room. You know, I think now it just gets to a point uh, where he does it every single day and he's consistent doing it at an elite level. And a lot of times, you know, players get caught up that it has to be scoring. It doesn't always have to be scoring. He could be an elite level defender, switch one through five, sit down and go out of point guard. Tristan Thompson behind me. Made a lot of money being able to do that and with a lottery pick coming out doing that as well. Rebounding the basketball at a high clip, playing with an with a elite motor, I think, you know, it lends himself an opportunity to be a top 10 pick next year. So Dylan Mitchell is uh, you know, you got him back, freshman uh coming back for a sophomore season, right? You didn't get all of your freshmen back. And one of the the big talking points in, in that I, I had conversations with coaches with uh down at Peach Jam last week is that um, it's not always the case that you're going to get those freshmen back. Uh, how do you, what is the value in, in the continuity of being able to get a guy? Dylan might only be there for two years, but some of these freshmen, three, four, being able to build your program that way versus building your program through the portal. I mean, five of six of your top, whatever guys are going to be transfers this season. So, um, how, how do you, how do you balance that? Well, I think anytime you're able to have continuity, uh, and, and getting any returning player to come back in your program that plays significant minutes for you is always huge. Uh, in, in Dylan Mitchell's case, he's a freshman coming back now, embarking on his sophomore year. Um, he's going to be physically more mature this next season. There's going to be you know opportunities this year where he's not going to get overpowered physically in games, um, and, and he's going to be mentally and physically tougher throughout games. Uh, and even practices for that matter. Um, you know, you continue to work on his skill set at a very high level. Um, you know, he's only going to get better and better. But but he played in postseason play. He won a Big 12 conference tournament. He got a chance to play in four NCAA tournament games, I believe it was. Um, I mean, you can't substitute that kind of experience uh, and, and having that come back and be a part of your, your next upcoming season, you know. And uh, – 
you know, it's just it's it's very valuable to have those type of guys come back. So now that you have a chance to kind of build Texas basketball in your own image, what are you what are you looking for? Like in an ideal world, what does Rodney Terry basketball look like? Well, I think Texas basketball, I think I think you start number one. We're gonna gonna be a team of high character. Going to be a team that's uh, you know kind of a servanthood kind of team that that's always wants to give back, whether it be to the community, back to our student body. Uh, I think you know we're going to be you know a program and a team that uh, has a lot of humility. You know what I mean? You have to be humble. You know, um, and, and I think again at the end of the day, I think you have to have a great program uh, with guys that are, are great teammates. You know, we have a, a locker room full of great teammates, and we're probably going to have a have a have an opportunity to have a great season and a great team. But but just a very a hard playing team that competes every night, puts pressure on the basket in transition, guards really hard defensively, unselfish team shares the basketball, uh, and, and at the end of the day, plays for one another. Last year, the Big Twelve was the best conference in college basketball. It, uh, there hasn't been a team that ranked outside of the top sixty-five on Ken Palm in the last two years in the league. This year, they add Houston, BYU, Cincinnati, and UCF. Uh, four really good basketball programs, including one that is maybe a top five program over the last five or six years in the sport period. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for what the Big Twelve is going to be next year? Well, you know what I mean. It, it, you know, last year was a stellar year for the Big 12. I mean, again, I think year in and year out, I think this will be my 13th year in the Big 12. Um, you know, you're always going to have great coaches. we got coaches in our league that coached in the Final Four, won national championships. So you're going to get elite-level coaching. Uh, I think there's always been elite-level talent in the Big 12. You know, uh, we play a physical brand of basketball in the Big 12 as well. So, you know, again, with the with the new teams coming in, you got great coaches, great players, really good programs that uh, that have been highly successful. And uh, uh, again, I think it's going to be from top to bottom. It's going to be no nights off in our league. So last season, this is the last. This is what I'll end it with for you. Last season, you guys made a run to the Elite Eight and came like a half away from making it to the Final Four. What did you take away from that run? What did you take away from those three wins? What did you learn from the loss, and how do you use that to move the program forward? Well, I think uh, I, one, I, I, I hope I'd have a hungry team that wants to come back and, and and try to take it a step farther. You know, you have a guy like Tyrese Hunter comes back for his junior year. He's the guy that's played in the Sweet 16, his freshman year. He's the guy that went to the lead eight a year ago. He's coming back for his third year of college basketball. And you're hoping that he has a hunger uh, and a desire to want to try to get to get to the Final Four and, and be in a position to try to win a national championship. Um, you know, so I, I think, again, you know, uh, every year you embark on a season where you got to uh, – um, it's it's a marathon with the season, but you got to want to have an aspiration and want to try to win a national championship. And I know at Texas, every program on our campus is elite and can win a national championship. So the expectations, the standards are what the standards are at the University of Texas. Well, listen, RT. I'm happy for you, man. You know I'm going to be rooting for you at Texas. You know I want to see good things for you. Appreciate you jumping on here with us today on Off the Carousel. Appreciate you, Rob. Thanks for having me, buddy. 
Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.